Welcome everyone to Heroes of Gaming, the podcast channel that talks with the people who make the games we love. Continuing part two of our two-part series on the video game pioneer who co-created Mortal Kombat and a master of martial arts, Master Daniel Pacina. Round two, fight! Scorpion versus Sub-Zero. This, this rivalry that takes place between these two. Is this something that you wanted to continually build throughout? Or did that just become part of the fandom that people play these two characters often? There's a, the funny story is that sometimes I would come back in, you know, from working the next day and I would see John in the same clothes. And I, you know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. I look at John, I'm like, you're all right. <laughs> oh yeah i had to stay here late you know i spent the whole night here got some he goes but i got some sleep there's a couch i got some sleep and i was like what happened and he goes well he goes i'm the only artist and i have vogel as a background artist but there's five programmers so they think it's funny all five of them drop all their work on the same at the same time <laughs> yeah. and then i was just like and i was like i was just like you want me to talk to him and John starts laughing. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. Want me to talk to him? Sub Zero. Yeah, I'm gonna go talk to him. You yeah. know, you know, it, that's my friend. You know, don't mess with my friends. I can mess with John. You know, my brother messes with me. I mess with Rich. Rich messes with my brother. We all can mess with each other, but an outsider cannot mess with one of the friends. And that's what our, you know, for that basic group of twelve people. That was always our, our thing. It's like we would tease each other, but if an outsider started teasing, you know, we would gang up on him. So anyway, <laughs> we were filming Raiden and, you know, and then, you know, John had just had one of those nights where he just spent the whole night. And then that's when John breaks the news. He's like, hey, he goes, I'm going to have to palette swap one of the characters. We're going to have to leave out one of the characters that I want to do. And we're going to switch it up to do to save time. So we're going to, he's like, so we're going to palette swap this guy. I'm not sure what it is or how the story is going to be or anything like that. This is kind of at the last minute. We need to do that. So uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. And Carlos looks at John and Carlos is like, why are you being so lazy? Even though we were just giving him crap because he was dressed in the same clothes. And then he's like, dude, you don't even go home and take a shower. And, he, and we know that we spend the night for working. We just tease him a little bit. And then he right. looks at Carlos and he's like, you know what? These guys are brothers and they're arch rivals and they're, and one brother is going to kill the other brother. And that's going to be the storyline. And we start, oh. I was just like, whoa, but, in, <laughs> but, that, but that is basically when I see that arch rivalry is the storyline. And that's why when we were creating game, they, they were, the story was, they were brothers. One was more powerful. Sub-Zero was more powerful than Scorpion, but Scorpion wanted to take over the clan. And so Scorpion kills the father and then Sub-Zero kills Scorpion, and then Scorpion comes back. Wow. Makes a deal with the devil and comes back. So that was, the, uh, that, you know, and John came up with that, like, boom. You wow. Know, really yeah. on the spot. Like, I was just like, holy cow, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be awesome. And it was awesome. I mean, now, you're saying that he color changed the color palette. Is, does that mean there are additional characters that you guys costumed and fighted that we have never seen? Well, I don't know about costume and fight it, but we had another character. I, I forget what character was. We originally we want oh, it was uh originally we wanted um Stryker to be in it. And the cop uh, eventually came as, out. As well as all the all the characters, which we never got originally that I was gonna be Stryker. I was like, I was like, I don't want to be Stryker, you know, nothing against, you know. 
striker as uh, personally, but I just thought, you know, this is a martial art tournament. You have to be heavily trained to come into this tournament. You can't be just studying a martial art eight or nine years or even six months and walk into this tournament and fight these guys who've been training their whole lives. That in, in reality, that's not a possibility. So right. I never, I didn't want to be striker because of that, because that's, there's no way he's going to go to, you know, even if it was military, you know, you join the military when you're 17, 18, you know, when you're sold to a warlord at two, your training starts at yeah. two, you know, you're, yeah. you're missing, you're missing 14 years of combat that you can't make up for, you right. know, hand-to-hand -hand combat with these killers. So I would have never thought that, like, even today, I find it odd that, oh, that non-martial artists are in a fighting game, in a martial art fighting game. They can make, and yeah. I love the characters, they can Strange. make those games. I would buy those games. If you made an Alien <laughs> game, I'd buy that. If you made a, uh, uh, you know, uh, just all these other characters, I would buy all those games. You know, they don't need, they should have their own game. Martial arts should be in Mortal Kombat. That's how it started. But anyway. Agreed. Yeah. So anyway, that palette swap. When we were doing it, I made enough. John was just like, if we have time, you should do more characters. So I actually made enough movement for like four or five different ninjas. And later mm -hmm. on, I think that that's why that having, you know, with, with the idea of Carlson Rich wanted the secret characters. And then I shot enough uh, footage for like four, at least four Lin Kuei characters. I think Ed took that and be like, oh, well, let's have a secret Lin Kuei character. You know, and it's a collaboration. It was definitely a collaboration of of how that whole how you know how you see that escalating into something. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the rivalry is so well known now. It's like Batman and Joker. You know, it's like these these are iconic these are iconic rivals. Uh, yeah, they could be friends, but they're enemies. You know? So, Batman so and powerful. Joker could be friends. They're both flipping crazy. Yeah. You know? One's crazy one to one side, and one's crazy to the other side. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Each other, kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. If we could just step away from Mortal Kombat for a second, and uh, could you tell us a little bit about Tattoo Assassins? What was that? Uh, what was that experience like after Mortal Kombat? Ho Sung wanted to get into the video game business. Mm -hmm. His his father was in real estate and could get and got a group of investors together to invest in some in Hosung doing video games. So um, Hosung approached me, he's like, hey, I wanna do a bunch of video games. And because we're so good, such good friends, I didn't even ask him what or anything like that. I was like, okay, what do you need? <laughs> so he was like, oh, dress like this, or let's have like this. So I would be showing up to a, to a small studio and doing movement, and I didn't even know what game it was gonna be for. It was just like, oh, we're gonna this. this. Recently I saw like all these you know, I've seen not only Tattoo and Samson, the Thea Rome Fighter, and I've seen another one. I forget what it's called, but there's another game. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, for I completely forgot. I, I, I remember doing that movement for that game, but I didn't know that it was going to be for that particular. Because we were just, do he was just trying to create this like all at once to get everything out there. Right, right. These games out there to kind of, you know, there was, uh, uh, Hosung has a theory, hit the iron when it's hot. That's his mom. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, you know, everybody's crazy about, you know, us doing this video game. We got to make another one and let's make three. So, wow. yeah. So he would just like, boom, let's do this. I was like, okay, let's go. Let's, you know, let's try to film for this. So, Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. We are a video game podcast, Master Piscina, but your extensive martial art experience is so fascinating. And it does pertain to video games because 
all these games that you've contributed to, you've used martial arts that you've learned from closed door training. I was curious if you could maybe tell us a little bit more about what that means. Um, yeah, closed door martial arts or indoor, they call it indoor student, a, a student who's, op they open the door basically to their family because it's really about family. You know, even in today's military, you know, the soldier next to you is family. You know, yeah. he's right next to you. You, you know, brother in arms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're fighting for each other. You know, for your survival. So, with that in mind, uh, uh, in in Chinese martial arts, it, it's old-fashioned army. You have to have a lot of guys, and you got to train a lot of guys. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you ever studied anything, that everyone learns at a different rate, and everybody has a different gift for different things. So in the Chinese system, when you're learning, they teach you, and those who excel at learning and paying attention get taught more. And it's not that the instructor doesn't like the other guy or take the time out, but they realize if I spend this guy, one guy catching up, I can make three of the other guys way better. And in a battle, those three guys could be really the ones that make the, the battle pivotal you know, that really turned the battle. And the other guy is more of like a pawn. But you still love that guy because you still need soldiers of that rank. Right. So uh, a lot of times in Chinese martial arts, a lot of the people, they can even go on to become instructors, but they don't really know all the, like the inner, inner training or, or inner method. Like in Chinese martial arts, every single move, even the opening, you know, when you see the bow like this, you know, when you see the sun and moon bow, which one hand is open and one hand's in the fist and you put them together, that has a martial art application. So any single movement has a martial art application, but it's whether you're, you're aware of it or not. So the indoor student knows every theory behind a movement because in, in Chinese martial arts or traditional martial arts, it's said uh, 10 ways to use one technique, your martial arts are no good. If you have a hundred ways to you to use one technique, your martial arts are okay. A uh, thousand methods to use one technique, then your martial art is good. I recall like one time I was doing a, a, a demo. A Chinese master came to visit my master, China, who's also Chinese, and then he's like, and he's like, oh, he's looking around. He's like, hey, he goes, how are your, you know, how's your basically, how's your Caucasian students? And then he's like. Daniel, do something for this guy. And then the guy, uh, so I was like, okay. And so I, I did something for the guy and the guy was like, whoa, he's in English. He said, this guy's really good. And my master looked at him and said, don't tell him that he'll stop practicing. <laughs> so, so the training never starts and expectations never start because you're always striving to learn more about the martial arts. Not that it should be about all about killing or, or combat. But in the end, it's really about, you know, yourself and you striving and overcoming these obstacles and becoming, you know, it's, it, you know, you're growing as a, as a, as a person. You know, I notice posts that like, there's one post that I always kind of chuckle at. I see like, master, you always talk about peace, but, uh, but why do you teach me how to fight? And then the, the master says, it's better to be, uh, uh, a warrior than a farmer or something crazy like that. And I start laughing because I'm like, no martial art teacher who has ever fought has ever said that. I a really quick story. I'm sorry. No, no, please. But one time I'm in China training, like we're uh, with this famous Bagua Zhang master, uh, Ju Ba Jim. He was, uh, 
he the communist party uh, hunted him during the communist revolution because he oh was my goodness. yeah because he was famous and they were like oh if we break this guy we can say you know what i mean we're you know it's a badge of honor to break a martial art guy because he's these guys are tough these guys are really really tough yeah so anyway so one time they almost had him like two guys with a gun one had a pistol one had a rifle and one was the guy who had the list we had the picture of him mm-hmm. on, a, on a piece of paper and he's like and he goes and i saw them turn the corner and they yelled my name and i was like oh i'm dead and he goes but then they started approaching me and i was like oh they want to capture me they're going to be dead <laughs> so he said when he when the guy approached with the rifle too close he's like i i kind of bumped the rifle on the way and i punched the guy in the throat and i heard his neck snap fatality so i automatically from that sound i knew he didn't need any more of my attention and so the guy with the pistol had it holstered so when he re- went to reach for the pistol he goes i i did a forearm blow to the side of his neck Finish him. and i knew that it snapped too and then he goes and so i turned to the guy with who was like the leader of the guy who had the picture and he ran and and, and so this guy was like, so later on, I, we would have a beer after class to just talk about martial art philosophy. And one time he was kind of just sitting there and I could see him kind of not with us. Where, and I was like, you know, master, are you all right? And he's like, don't ever use the martial arts to hurt people, to kill people. And I was kind of like being a smart ass at the time. I was just like, because he already, I already knew this story about him, that he killed other people. You know, whether it was for being persecuted or whether it was to show he was the best, he's already taken lives. I was like, master, you've killed people. He goes, yes. He goes, but right now, when you ask me how it was, I saw the faces of all the people I killed in front of me. Wow. They're haunting me. He goes, I don't want you to ever be haunted like this. Don't use the martial arts for, for fighting. Wow. So, so that's a, that's a, that's a way different, different theme than doing, being, oh, be, use it for peace. He wanted me not to be haunted like he is and hurt people. You know, when you get older and you realize, like, oh, I'm older. I wonder if there's a heaven or a hell. I took lives. I'm going to hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh. when, so hearing that, that and that again is all the part of the indoor training. The he taught me, like, even though it was, I would never use. I'm not in this situation to use it to take lives. He taught me, like, I, one day I was going to have to take a life. Wow. You know? Yeah. So this, the philosophy when you're training like that's a lot different than. You know, going to a dojo two or three times a week, you know, an hour or two a day. You know, we yeah. were, you know, we were practicing four hours in the morning, four hours at night, seven days a week. Even now, I train not as intently, but I train like that. Like I have a, I have a, a forty-pound uh, bag with steel pellets in it. Oh my god! And every day, I make sure I hit it at least five hundred times. <laughs> Whoa! How how are your hands? I bet they're like stone. Yeah, well, because it's Chinese martial arts, you use a dit dao jiao, hit bruise water, liniment. So you put this on so you don't get arthritis. Right. Boxers have it. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so you don't get arthritis and you put this uh, liquid on that helps uh, increase the circulation in your hands or wherever you put it on. It's good for bruises too. So you put this on and then you hit stuff or palm stuff and you kick stuff. And so... Your hands don't really get messed up, though they're real a little bit of rough. But uh, yeah, for the guys out there who can't see my knuckles, when you see my when I make a fist, a lot of people are like, "Holy cow, you your hands look huge." Yeah. <laughs> but, 
But two, even casually hitting this, when I practice with my students and I lightly tap them, they're like, holy cow. But again, this takes a long process. Like if you do this type of training, you can't expect in one year to have like this type of result. If you did type of training five, six years later, you're going to be able to do damage. So wow, that yeah, is so it, fascinating. Yeah, but that's the geeky side of me. I think that's the <laughs> side of me to explore that, to be like, well, what is this? What is that? How do you, oh, there's that. It's kind of like a, a nerdy, dangerous side, I guess. With that stuff, you, there's like a whole science really behind it. There's a geeky science. You know, and hopefully, I, I've been working on my book. Like I started this book, working on this book to combine like the stories of Mortal Kombat and stories like of, of martial arts mysticism. Like a lot of people are like, well, how do you break somebody? Like we said, the elbow so hard. How do you break it? Well, oh, I'm going to I'm going to give you the information about you do that or, or how yeah. they, uh, or how people, you know, do iron palm or how do people say steal energy? There's actually a system for stealing energy out of a, out of a person. Yeah. If you spend 10 years trying to do this, you could probably get the get some result because there is a science behind it. There's weird things like that that I wanted to include into the book to make it kind of geeky that way and geeky Mortal Kombat way. Is that book, uh, I mean, you said you're working on it, but is that something that we can expect soon or or published or, or what's what's the timeline on that? Uh, that's a good question because I started the book and I told Philip on Shang Tsung, hey, I'm writing a book on this. And then Philip was like, oh, I, that's a good idea. I'll write a book. So he came out with a book. And, I'll, and Tony and Tony already came out with a book. <laughs> but I keep on looking at it and changing it. I'm like, well, that's kind of right what I'm saying, but that's not maybe what I want to say. So I think I change it too much. But hopefully within this, uh, by the end of this next year, I, I will have this this book out. And two, telling you know, tales of the untold tales of Mortal Kombat and, and this geeky martial art thing that martial arts or, or even meditation is is properly done. People are like, oh, I have a hard time meditating. Well, yeah, that's why when you learn meditation, the master has you standing and walks behind you with a stick to teach you to stand still, to quiet yourself for a while before he even teaches you how to breathe or anything like that. And the stick is when he sees you relaxing or you're moving and you can tell you're thinking, he hits you with the stick, not hard, but hard enough to bring you present back. Oh, I should be trying to focus on calming myself. Does the book have a title? Uh, right now it is fist of heaven. Great fist of heaven. Great title. <laughs> Great title. Oh, it's very kind of, exciting. Yeah. It's kind of like the uh, spiritual side, not religious, like a spiritual side, because a lot of these things come from that come from inner reflection. Cause you, a lot of this is training by yourself. You train with the master, but basically you're training by yourself. So you should be kind to each other because you're letting each other you use each other's body to explore like the martial arts. So you should be nice. You get people that you like to practice. Nobody wants to practice with a jerk. Right, right. And Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. <laughs> uh, but these aren't enemies. These are brothers. Right. Right. right? Family. So yeah. that's another layer. Yeah. Like Just like Liu Kang or Kung Lao, they're my brothers. They're, you know, if they ever showed up in my parents' door, my parents would welcome in like a lost kid. You know, thanks to Tobias, we got to help collaborate and co-create uh, Mortal Kombat. So, so wonderful. That's so wonderful. Uh, Master Piscina, we only have time for one more question. Would you feel it's important for a proper VR game to actually make you feel like your rib or your elbows is snapped so that you have the adrenaline building up to not let that happen? I don't think that there should be any, in my opinion, they, they shouldn't do that. 
They shouldn't do that because it's not it it's damaging. You know, yeah, you've experienced this. Yeah, it'll damage you emotionally and, and spiritual. You know, when you're doing it, you're sure you have adrenaline when you're fighting. Fortunately enough, I, I never really, you know, was in a war or anything like that, but I did fight in the ring. It, it's and it's different. And it's different. You know, mm. I don't yep. think no, I see that you know, with practicing the martial arts, I've learned that one of the mottos I use is everything's possible to a willing mind. And when you think that you cannot take more, you can take more, mm-hmm. you know, and, but you go through the martial arts gradually to that point. It's not like you put on a VR thing and all of a sudden, boom, you can do, do it. And I think that's the trauma that I'm talking about. Yeah. Martial arts. I got, you know, I got choked out before I've done judo. I've got choked out before I've got the wind knocked out of me a b- bunch of times. I've got kicked in the nuts a bunch of times. And the first time, it's always shocking. Each time that that's happened, I've had a buildup of conditioning of my body and my mind to do that. With VR, you're just jumping into it without any any prerequisite. And that that's not, that can really crack you. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good point. Yeah, Mentally, absolutely. Master Piscina, in your opinion, what is the best martial art? The best martial art is just practice and experience. Like I, I'm, as a martial art geek, I've, practice a lot of different styles and i've earned the title by a master by another master not only one but several saying oh you have a mind body connection your technique is running as efficiently as it can right at this moment but really it's about your journey and what you pick because traditional martial arts teaches you thousands of techniques you know everyone is is unique everybody is already unique you got to just do the journey and figure out what is your techniques. You know, find the find an instructor that you can click with and learn from him. And when that path is done, you learn from somebody else. Ni Shuo Putanghua. Ni Shuo Put. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and, and so, do you speak? Do you speak uh, uh, Mandarin or Cantonese? Uh, uh, a little bit. Mostly the martial art terms. That's how I got away with. Uh. Too, when I tried to learn Chinese when I was practicing, my master was like, you can't even do the technique. <laughs> Why do you want to learn the words? Focus on the technique. You can't do the, he goes, there's two types of people. Those who know that, who can say the technique, and there's those who can do the technique. Mm-hmm. He's like, which one do you want to do? And all the, and I knew which one of the big with the stick. Before you go, uh, Master Piscina, is there anything that you want to promote or talk about? Well, I'm or? on Facebook, Master Piscina. Instagram, Master D Piscina. I'm on Cameo, Daniel Piscina. I'm doing a Twitch. If you're interested in learning martial arts or even getting a view of martial arts, right now we just started. I'm taking the lightsaber and applying formal swordsmanship to the lightsaber and showing techniques and techniques, other techniques that if you were actually using and with a real lightsaber, you probably wouldn't want to do even do, even though they look cool in a movie, <laughs> right. you know, right. <laughs> which is like danger. Don't, you know, it's cool. You should do that movie stuff because that's awesome. But two, it's good to know, like, oh, if I was in a real fight, I wouldn't do this technique because it would be my death. <laughs> right. Chop <laughs> so, my own head off or something. Twitch uh, channel, Master Piscina, uh, you know, and just. You know, more importantly, after all the thing is just, you know, for everyone out there, we're we're all gamers, we're all geeks, take care of each other. You know, I know that right now, the you know, especially in the U.S., the country is very, very divided. And we should remember that, you know, 
we are still all, all together. You know, my parents are old, wear a mask. Wear a mask for my parents. I want them around. I don't want to say bye to them too, sooner than they have to go. You know, luck of the draw. So that, you know, whether you believe in masks or not, just be, don't be a jerk and just wear one. You know, <laughs> and when this thing, and when this is all over, you're going to, you could be the one where like, I told you so. So, yeah. you know what, but right now let's just get through this thing together and just be friends. You know? The strong always protect, whether you're strong-minded, strong-willed, or strong in body. You could not be in the greatest shape, but you could have a strong mind and you could still protect. And we should protect each other. Beautiful. That's beautifully said. And uh, uh, Master Piscina, you have a mind-body connection, but you certainly made a heart connection over on this side. So we really, really appreciate your time. Thank you. We appreciate all the wonderful things that you said, all the wonderful history you shared with us. We hope to actually stop by not only this Chinese restaurant, but we'll stop by uh, uh, your place at some time and say hello. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll yeah, be getting yeah. an autograph on that book at we, some We point, need an too. autograph for sure. Yeah. And uh, again, really quick. Uh, martial art master Daniel Pacina, you know me as Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Reptile, Smoke, Noob Saibot. You're tuning in to Heroes of Gaming Podcast, so get over here. <laughs> thank you so much, Master Pacina. thousand thank yous. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and we'll talk soon. Okay, so take it easy, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.